This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night inside Nationals Park in Washington, D.C., Sandy Alcantara went toe-to-toe against the veteran right-hander Paolo Espino. Marlins and the Nationals. Sandy, if you missed it, if you didn't get a chance to listen, if you couldn't watch it, he was absolutely remarkable. Top of the sixth time in club history. A Marlins pitcher has pitched eight innings or more and allowed just two base runners. Two of those six times resulted in no hitters. Sandy Alcantara was absolutely brilliant for the Miami Marlins in game one of a three-game weekday tilt up at Nationals Park. Marlins and the Nationals coming into this ball game tonight. The Marlins had a one-game lead for fourth place in the National League East. Some of you might laugh at that, but don't underestimate how much it means to a ball club to not be embarrassed and end up in the cellar of your division. Marlins National, Sandy Alcantara versus Paolo Espino. Sandy Alcantara needed just one run tonight. We talked perfection for a while. We really cranked up the no-hitter talk until the bottom of the seventh inning. But the Marlins only needed one run of support for Sandy Alcantara tonight. They got it in the first inning. Jesus Sanchez batting Jazz Chisholm at second base. Three and one. Here's the pitch. Sanchez cranks it into right field, down for a base hit. Chisholm's around third. Here comes the throw in towards the plate. He is safe at the plate. Throw was late. Chisholm was flying. It's 1-0 Miami. And that is all Sandy Alcantara needed tonight. He was perfect through one. He was perfect through two. No issues in the third. In the fourth inning, it ended up being the biggest scare of the night. With two outs, Juan Soto smashed the ball back up the middle. We originally, just having only the luxury of watching the monitors and what you guys are watching back home, thought the ball ricocheted off of his cleat. Fortunately for the Marlins, it kept the no-hitter in perfect game intact. The ball caromed right to Lewin Diaz at first base. After a second look and after watching Sandy Alcantara, the ball hit him on the inside of his plant leg, his left knee. He came up limp. He was ushered off the field by a handful of his teammates. He limped into the dugout. Sandy Alcantara would stay in this game. He was perfect through four. He was perfect through five. Sixth inning, leading off, Kiebert Ruiz had a routine ground ball to second base. Jazz Chisholm bobbled it. Perfect game, no longer. Sandy bounced back to strike out Luis Garcia. He got the pinch hitter Andrew Stevenson to bounce into a fielder's choice. He struck out Lane Thomas. Sandy Alcantara had himself a no-hitter through six innings. He had himself a no-hitter through six and two-thirds until Josh Bell laced the ball over the head of Jesus Sanchez in the bottom of the seventh inning with two outs. It broke up the no-hitter, but it just simply didn't matter when it was all said and done. 
as uh, remarkable as that feat would have been, Sandy Alcantara, you just it takes nothing away from what he did on the mound for the Marlins tonight. After the Bell single that broke up the no-hitter, Sandy struck out uh, Yadiel Hernandez. He got himself through the seventh inning unharmed. It was the first hit of the night for the Washington Nationals. Sandy went back out for the bottom of the eighth inning. He struck out Carter Keyboom. Then got a couple of fly balls to the center fielder, Brian De La Cruz. The Miami Marlins had a 1-0 lead after eight inning. Sandy was only at 96 pitches. Conceivably, it wasn't going to be an issue. JP and I said, if this is a 1-0 game, Sandy, it's on him. He's going to go out and clean up nine innings of one-hit baseball. He's going to go to the distance, and he's going to earn this victory single-handedly. The irony in this is that the Marlins got a couple of more runs in the ninth inning, and it probably did not help Sandy Alcantara's case to stay in this ballgame. Patrick Murphy came on in relief of a couple of uh, relievers for the Washington Nationals. Paolo Espino went six innings in this ballgame, allowed six hits, a run it was earned, three walks, and six strikeouts. Sam Clay pitched the seventh. Austin Voth pitched the eighth. Both of them pitched perfect frames in their own right. And then uh, Patrick Murphy came on for the top of the ninth inning. Murphy facing Brinson. Brinson singled. Lewin Diaz doubled. The Marlins had runners on second and third with nobody out in the top of the ninth inning for their catcher, Alex Jackson. 1-1. Jackson hits one on a line. Deep left field. It's off the wall. Brinson's home to score. A great read by Lewin Diaz. It's a two-run double for Alex Jackson, a massive hit. The Marlins have a 3-0 lead. And that ultimately knocked Sandy Alcantara out of this ballgame. As soon as the Marlins got two more to take a 3-0 lead, Dylan Floro immediately got up. Isan Diaz followed Alex Jackson. He flew out to left field. Uh, and then Donnie pinch hit Joe Panic for Sandy Alcantara. He flew out the left. Miguel Rojas lined out the left field. Ninth inning over, but the Marlins got two runs on three hits, and uh, that was plenty in, in this ball game tonight. Dylan Floro on for the bottom of the ninth inning. Andrew Stevenson, check that, excuse me, Ryan Zimmerman led off with a single to right field. Lane Thomas followed. Looked like he might have collected himself a base hit. Scalded a ball towards third. It was flagged down by Isan Diaz, who didn't make the greatest of throws on the run to Jazz Chisholm at second. But Chisholm handled the baseball, an off-balance throw to first, moving away from the second base bag. It was a low throw. Lewin Diaz made a beautiful pick. The double play went 5-4-3. Floro then got... Um, Alcides Escobar to bounce out the shortstop, and this ball game ends tonight. Three nothing Marlins win it. Sandy Alcantara eight innings, one hit, nothing else but seven strikeouts. He's now got 21 strikeouts in 17 innings of work, spanning his last two starts. Sandy Alcantara has been fantastic for the Miami Marlins this season. He started this ball game with a 3.24 ERA. It ends, and he's got himself a 3.10 earned run average. He, with a couple of more really good outings, has a darn good chance, and he will surpass that 200-inning pitch threshold this season. He could conceivably end this season with an ERA of sub-3. Totals from this ball game tonight. For the Marlins, three runs, nine hits, one errors. One error. For the Nationals, no runs, two hits, no errors. The Nationals fall to 59-85. and 85. The Marlins improved to 61 and 83. 
Sandy Alcantara beats Paolo Espino. For Sandy, it's his ninth win of the season. For Espino, he falls to four and five. Dylan Floral collects his 11th save of the season for the Miami Marlins. Bunch of Marlins had a hit. Lewin Diaz collected two. Miguel Rojas, Jazz Chisholm, Brian De La Cruz, Jesus Sanchez, Lewis Brinson, Alex Jackson, Isan Diaz. Every single starting position player for the Marlins tonight collected a hit. They were two for seven with runners in scoring position. They left seven men on base. Chisholm committed the error. It was his 23rd fielding error of the season. The end of the night really didn't matter. Sandy still allowed the hit there in the bottom of the seventh inning. But just uh, just a, a master class in pitching by Sandy Alcantara tonight. Started at 7.07, ended at 9.43. Total game time, two hours and 36 minutes in front of 19,759 in attendance at Nationals Park tonight. And they witnessed what was a brilliant, brilliant performance on the mound by Marlins right-hander. And their ace, Sandy Alcantara. For the Marlins tonight, seven strikeouts means $175 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Marlins beat the Nationals 3 to nothing last night. Sandy Alcantara, eight innings, one hit, did not allow his first hit in the ballgame until two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. Seven strikeouts. He's got 21 strikeouts over the course of his last two outings. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly afterwards. Yeah. Hey, Donnie, uh, Sandy, again, what did you see from him tonight? And then can you take us through after the fourth inning when that ball hit him, just what was going on in the dugout then? Any concerns there when that happened? Uh, yeah, obviously really good tonight. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and a lot of concerns, uh, honestly. Uh, you know, once that, that ball hits him, you know it hit him good. Uh, you know how hard it was off the bat. I'm sure it was up there pretty good. You guys know? 112. Uh, 112, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, and, and I thought really that was going to be the end of it. Um, right there, but you know, Sandy fought uh, for that, and that really wasn't going to be enough. You know, Gene had to be 100%. He's okay. They checked him out down below. He did everything strength, walk, moved his leg, whatever he had to do. Uh, then obviously, Mel um, was going to pay attention, you know, just a lot like um, Edouard. Yesterday, we just can't allow him to, you know, feel that, pitch with it, change an arm angle and do something, you know. And that, that really – I wasn't going to feel good until he was honestly out of that game because that, that would have been a nightmare, you know. For Personally, I wouldn't have been able to live with that. Uh, I wouldn't – you know, I want Sandy to live with that, uh, doing something that would hurt this kid. So, um yeah, so basically every inning was just kind of like that. And he was he was electric. You know, Mel the whole time was saying he's not changing anything. Nothing's changing. They look at the little sheets that you can get in between innings that show that his arm angle's not dropping. Nothing was different. Extension, all those things. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of checking going on. And, you know, honestly, Sandy didn't really want to come out there in the ninth. But um, – you know, obviously, we want to try to keep scoring and give ourselves the best chance. Christina? Yeah, Donnie, about the decision for the ninth, was it um, at all also taken into account last week going nine innings, 114 pitches, or is it more just trying to add on? 
uh, a little, you know, everything, a lot of things going into your decisions and something like that. But, you know, obviously one, you know, you said 114 last, last outing uh, on regular rest. Um, yeah. That, that goes into the decision and, and then what the add on also, uh, you know, like they get something started there. If, if everyone gets a hit, that ball gets in the hole. Next thing you know, we're in, the, you know, a whole different game. But we get, you know, Isan turns that two ball with Jazz, uh, huge, and and then Flo gets that last out. So we don't even, you know, we don't get to Soto and Bell, you know, guys that are, I mean, they're all dangerous, but those two right there in the middle of their order are, are a little scary. Alex. Thanks, Dan. Hey, Donnie. Uh, just on Lewin Diaz, um, you know, one hit tonight to left, one hit tonight to right. They both go for doubles. You've seen him go to center field pretty much straight away for homers. So we've seen him do this in the minors, you know, go to all fields, but just his ability to show that at the major league level and his growth as a hitter. Thank you. Yeah, I was happy to see that with Lewin. Um, you know, we noticed in Atlanta his at-bats were really better against the lefties, and which kind of told me that he was – you know, letting the ball travel further against the lefty, thinking differently. And I, and also I did have a little talk with him before the game. I'm like, what, what do you think? Of, what are you thinking about when you face the lefty? And then what's changing against the righty? Because he was way out front on all the righties. And um, so I was glad to see him shoot that first one, even in the left center, he hit that ball good. And then the double um, and just letting the ball travel. You know, he didn't need to try to pull the ball. He ends up doing it naturally like that last one. Um, so it, w- it was good to see him do that. I know it's in there. Sometimes guys think he can get off. You know, they they want to do a lot. And, and trying to keep it simple for him really helps him do a lot. And so I was glad to see him use the middle of the field there and the other way early on in the game. He got something to pull in and did something with it. Daniel Alvarez. Thank you, Danny. Don, uh, before the ninth inning, did Sandy try to convince you maybe to to go out for, for the ninth? I would let him go back out. Uh, you know, we were gonna, we were thinking hitter to hitter, and there's no way he was facing Soto again. But once we get to that spot and, and have a chance to hit, obviously Alex's double is huge in that game. Uh you know, we didn't end up needing it, but it sure makes you feel a lot better. And it changes the game and how everything works when you have the three-run cushion instead of, you know, being in a one-run game there. Um, but I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was glad to, to get to Sandy and get him out of that game. I was not going to feel good until he was out of the game, knowing he was healthy. Um, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a difficult spot when you're in our situation. Uh, you kind of have this kid in your hands in a sense and you worry about his family and everything else that's going to happen in his future, which is, is bright. And you don't want to affect that. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to ask you about that. Um, how, how tough is that for a manager when, when you're having a guy like Sandy throwing that type of game um, and also with everything that is on the line at, at that moment for, for him? Yeah, I worry again. I Honestly, as long as he gets out of the game healthy, I, I could have cared less. I mean, that, that, may, that may sound bad, but my number one concern was Sandy. Uh, that game, once he got hit, uh, like I said, I wasn't going to be comfortable until he was out of the game and knowing he was healthy and and nothing was going on with him. Christina. 
Yeah, Donnie, just to clarify, did it get his foot or the bottom, like part of his left leg? I think it got, and they can clarify, but like off the side of his knee. Yeah. And then unrelated to that, just um, what was, you know, last week was the 14 Ks, you know, you know, nine innings, just what stands out to you aside from the almost, you know, scare there uh, that stood out most to you for his start tonight? Again, just on the attack, you've seen him kind of going after guys and they were swinging early. His pitch count was way down and you felt good about that, uh, obviously, until he, you know, he got hit. Um, but always what stands out to me about Sandy, and, and I know Mel had, had talked to him and he backed off his bullpen where he wasn't, you know, after that 114, it was a light pin, uh, lighter effort. Sandy was a, a little uncomfortable with that. I feel like it's something – you know, I've had guys in the past that won't even throw them when they're feeling good. Uh, just skip a bullpen and, and save it and, and are comfortable with that. Uh, young pitchers and young players aren't comfortable usually with doing something like that. But he backed off. So I felt good about that, that the outing was – he holds his stuff. His stuff is always good. So it's like you can't tell the difference. He goes out and throws one – he said 114. I mean, his arm felt good the next day. It's just like he, he his stuff does not change, and and uh, but to see him be able to back off his pin, take a little take a little less effort, save it, and be able to go out and and be on the attack and 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 throw strikes and get after him like he normally does. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 3-0 victory over the Washington Nationals last night. Game two of this series comes your way at 7.05 this evening when Jesus Luzardo goes opposite of the right-hander Eric Fetty. We're on the air at 6.35 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.